Welcome. I'm Dr. Juan Fernandez, and this is Living the Full Life, where we talk about your health and how to achieve it to the fullest. As always, I want to remind you you are created to be healthy, feel good, look great, and enjoy your life. My job is to teach you how to align your life so you can make these things happen. So I want to welcome you uh, today to our show. And today we're going to be talking about, uh, you know, metabolic, you know, boosting foods and also a couple of things regarding toxins. Uh, Obviously, nothing ravages your metabolism more so than toxins. So I'm going to be touching on both of those things today and hopefully get through a lot of this data so you guys can make better health decisions. So as always, I want to remind you, we you can find us at uh, Full Life Chiropractic. Uh, you can find it on Facebook. You can also find us on the internet at AskDrJuan.com. You can find these shows and every other show we've ever done in the past on podcast via iTunes. And that is located on uh, podcast by searching Living the Full Life with Dr. Juan. You can also contact us by calling our office at 937-552-7364. You can press option two if you want to talk to somebody. If not, you're more than welcome to leave a voicemail, or you are also welcome to text that number. Once again, that number is 937-552-7364. And obviously, you you can text whether it is that you want to come to our Metabolism Makeover uh, workshop uh, that is happening on February 5th, exactly a week from today, uh, Saturday from 10 a.m. to 1 p.m. We're going to be diving into literally all of the things that are necessary for you to understand uh, how to boost your metabolism at 100%. So I've been touching on some of these topics as I've been preparing the PowerPoint, but uh, I think it's uh, you know something that if you were to experience in person, I think it's going to give you a lot of insight uh, as to what you should be doing and what you can be doing different when it comes to your metabolism. So once again, those tickets are available. Uh, we do have a good amount of those left, not not too many, but we do have enough. If you want to come, you want to bring a guest, uh, by all means. So you can, once again, you can text Metabolism uh, Makeover, those words, to 937-552-7364. There will be child care provided. I know that's one of the biggest questions we've been getting, uh, child care provided. So you can sit there and learn, uh, you know, some good cutting-edge information when it comes to your metabolism. And also make sure that you don't have to find a babysitter. Uh, you can come and enjoy that event. Once again, at Detroit Church of the Nazarene, Saturday, 5th of February from 10 a.m. to 1 p.m. Uh, that was, was going to be happening at that place. We're going to be learning the cutting edge information when it comes to your metabolism. So as always, before I get started with my show, I always like to, you know, re- refocus myself and also just, you know, get to uh, get you guys to get to know me, especially those of you who never heard me um, you know, on radio before, if you are, if your first time joining and listening to this show, a lot of you are like, who is this guy? Where is he from? What is his story? Why is he on radio? Et cetera, et cetera. Those are really good questions. So uh, as for me, you know, my, my life changed in, in, a, in a negative way seven years ago, almost eight years ago, uh, officially be on February. Uh, I can't remember, it's like 15th or 16th. My mom called me uh, seven, almost eight years ago to tell me that she'd been diagnosed with breast cancer. So at that moment, she starts crying on the phone. Then, of course, I start crying on the phone as my mom is my hero. And, you know, I seen my mom when I was a young man struggle day in and day out to, you know, provide for her family, for her three children. And, you know, single mom working two jobs, you know, in the midst of the ghetto of where I grew up in Puerto Rico, uh, just, you know, drugs and murders and all that crazy stuff. So I saw my mom just rise up and do anything she could to 
provide for her babies. And it's just very inspiring to me. And, uh, you know, just so that for me, it was just devastating to see my life, real life hero, uh, become stricken by a disease such as breast cancer. So I asked my mom immediately, what are you going to do? She says, I know what I'm not doing. I'm not doing chemo and radiation. Too many friends and family have died doing that treatment. So I'm not doing that. And I'm like, wow, like I can't, uh, okay. I, I don't know what to say. I'm scared. Uh, you're scared. Uh, we're both crying. I'm like, well, if you're not going to do that, mom, you know what? I don't know what else to do, but I know God put an awesome power in your brain and that power heals your body and allows your body to function. So if you're not going to do the conventional treatment, we might as well like give your body the best fighting shot to do something. So let's get your spine checked. You know, I'm, I'm in chiropractic school. I'm learning about the brain and the body connection and how that, you know, all together kind of just works and how the body can, you know, heal itself from many things. So I'm like, let's give your body a shot. And then we, we took x-rays and we took clear x-rays and my mom's neck, instead of having a 45 degree curve, like a 30, a 45 degree arc in her neck, as you look at somebody from the side, my mom had a zero degree curves. Her neck was actually straight. So it's a straight line. She's not normal. So obviously strike one. And then from front to back, as you looked at her, uh, you know, between the shoulder blades, between T1 and T7, T1 and T7 is those mid-thoracic vertebra, my mom had a bend in her spine going out to the side, uh, a scoliosis, a minor scoliosis, mild. And uh, when I saw that, I'm like, you know what, that can't be helping anything. Those nerves that come out of there, you know, are obviously being compromised, um, hence to why doctors do scoliosis surgeries when they, those cases get really bad. So I'm like, you know... Um, that can't that can't be good. And and then it dawned on me. I'm like, you know what? I I remember now that you've always been dealing with like headaches, migraines, you know, sinus sinus issues, upper back pain, uh, et cetera. And like that makes complete sense because that's the area in the vicinity of all those problems you've been having. So you know, I, then I finally asked my mom, like, why have you finally decided to do something different? She says, I know um, one one reason, son. Uh, I finally realized that I can die, and I want to see my grandchildren grow up. Four of those grandchildren are my kids, Eden, who's eight years old, Eve, who's six years old, John Luke, who's f almost four, actually three. He'll be four in May. And then Ellery, who's seven months old. So my mom chose to take responsibility for her health in her own hands. And because of that, my mom is still alive today. And I'm thankful for that because she is able to literally enjoy seeing her grandchildren grow up, you know, right now. So her dream is, is happening right now. It's just such a blessing to still have her now almost eight years later. Even though her doctor told her you're going to be dead in six months if you don't follow our treatment. So the reality is that, you know, if you decide to do something different, your body will have a different result, right? And I'm not saying that's the approach for everybody, but everybody's got their own walk, right? But why not give your body the best possible fighting chance when it comes to dealing or preventing disease, right? And that's exactly why we're having this metabolism workshop next week. Um, you know, it's because we want to educate people about you know, how the metabolism is involved in literally like 80 plus percent of the disease processes that people are dealing with on a daily basis in America, disease processes that are literally killing people. Did you know that over a half a million people every year die from heart, heart attacks, heart, heart related, cardiovascular related disease, right? And then another three, almost 400,000 people die of cancer. So the, the reality is that like, that's a lot of people dying from these diseases that could otherwise been prevented. And it's not me saying that it's the data, the, the, the studies, the Harvard medical doctors, the, the Princeton, you know, health department, you know, articles are saying like if people were just more active, ate less sugar and did all the appropriate things. People would be healthier and live a healthier, longer life. And it's not you know, about the death toll. It's about the cost 
that is being accrued, uh, you know, on the American people of the the ever ever evolving and ever expanding medical system, right? Now you continue to price. If you were to price like a knee replacement surgery fifteen years ago, and yes, I get it, inflation is a thing, right? But there's like some dumb prices have literally doubled, almost tripled in some cases, right? Why is that really inflation, right? Or is it there's a supply and demand? We don't know, right? But at the end of the day, though, walking life through the seas is not fun and it's very, very expensive. Walking life in the healthy, appropriate manner you're designed to is a lot more affordable. It's obviously expensive also because to be preventative, you have to eat the right foods and take the vitamins and work out and you know gym memberships, et cetera. But at the end of the day, I much rather you pay a few thousand dollars now than a quarter million dollars later for for the heart attack, right? So this is why once again we're having this metabolism makeover. So a lot of people have no idea. It's like, well, how did I end up getting thyroid issues? Why am I always constipated? How come I cannot? I'm not diabetic yet, but like I keep coming up on the on 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 the list that I could be, and I eat perfect. Like, why is it that my body is doing something weird with the things that I'm eating? All those things are going to be answered, uh, you know, next week when we talk about how the metal- metabolism actually works and what its job is and how, how it's supposed to function. And when you have things that are disrupting the function of that metabolism, those things, they don't, it doesn't work well, right? So this is case in point. Like, if you have toxicity in your body, whether it's, you know, uh, you know uh, preservatives or pesticides or heavy metals all those things are not good for your body. They're toxic. So what happens is that your body has to adapt and overcome, and it, it does whatever drastic step, step it needs to take in order to prevent that damage from damaging some other part of your body. So this is where you know knowing what's in food and knowing what's in the products that you use, like toiletries and such, is very important. It's very crucial. And understanding like what you should be looking for, what you should be looking out for, what you should be being careful of, right? So it's pretty important that you you continue to get educated. And this is where endocrine, endocrine disruptors – I'm sorry, I had a little tongue-tie, tongue twister there. But um, endocrine disruptors are some of those things that literally uh, – the endocrine system – and I want to just – once again, I like to educate as to what things are before I tell you how they're good or bad or how they're not working, right? So endo, the endocrine system – the endocrine system is composed of a bunch of glands, a bunch, scientific term, right? A bunch of glands in your body that produce hormones or neurotransmitters, et cetera, or chemical that wirelessly travels through your body through via blood or whatever, through a tissue, right? Um, uh, blood is a tissue, right? That's why I said that. But nonetheless, it travels through the body and it goes and it acts upon another actual uh, organ or body part. That's what the the, the endocrine system does right so the endocrine system plays an important role in your digestion in your metabolism in your body temperature regulation in your ovulation in your etc right so if the endocrine system is disrupted or interrupted is that good or bad for your metabolism it's bad right whether it speeds up your metabolism really fast or it slows it down Nonetheless, is not normal what you should be doing. Therefore, it's a bad thing. So the environment has a ton of chemicals that can act as endocrine disruptors, right? And we're surrounded by those daily. Like if you're breathing air and 
eating and drinking water, you are consuming actual toxins. And this is the the problem is that these toxins, yes, of course, they they are toxic. <laughs> That's it's in their name, right? They can create problems and essentially if consumed at high enough levels, probably kill you, right? But that's very, very unlikely unless you drink like a bottle of poison and you know it's poison and obviously it can kill you. But realistically, what people don't know is that they're slowly poisoning their bodies. They're slowly putting in chemicals every single day or every other day, you know, whether it's the hairspray, the makeup, the uh, tooth toothpaste they're using, deodorant, you know, et cetera, perfume. And now you're toxifying your body and those endocrine system or uh, hormones and neurotransmitters are being interrupted or disrupted. And I'm going to be diving into a little bit more and give you examples of what that is on the next segment. But first, I got to take a quick break here. You are listening to Living the Full Life on 1290-957 WHIO, Dayton Season Talk. It's an Ask the Expert weekend on Dayton and Springfield's 24-hour news, weather, and traffic station, 1290 and 95.7 WHIO, Dayton's News and Talk. It's our Ask the Expert weekend on the Miami Valley radio station with breaking news, weather, and traffic. 1290 and 95.7 WHIO, Dayton's News and Talk. Welcome back. I'm Dr. Juan Fernandez, and this is Living the Full Life, where we talk about your health and how to achieve it to the fullest. As always, I want to remind you, you were created to be healthy, feel good, look great, and enjoy your life. As always, you can find us on Facebook at Full Life Chiropractic. You can find us on the internet at AskDrJuan.com. That's A-S-K-D-R-J-U-A-N.com. Or you can simply call our office at 937-552-7364. Press option two if you want to talk to one of our team members. Or you can simply text that number. Once again, that number is 937-552-7364. And text whatever it is that you're trying to accomplish. If you want to get more information about the makeover that's coming up next Saturday, on um, February 5th, 10 a.m. to 1 p.m. at Troy Church of the Nazarene. It's our metabolism makeover. It's not just about losing weight. I actually made a comment to one of our patients. I'm like, hey, have you heard of our metabolism makeover? She's like, oh, well, I eat pretty healthy, and um, I'm not overweight. And I'm like, okay, well, it's not about that, right? Infertility, high blood pressure, thyroid issues, you know, uh, hormone issues, all those things are part of the metabolism, which a lot of people don't know. So we're going to be diving into how to address those things naturally. Uh, without drugs and surgery, and obviously giving your body the best fighting shot with supplementation, nutrients, etc. And also we're going to be talking about a challenge we're going to all embark upon as an office, uh, not, not only patients, but our team also is going to embark on this uh, you know, challenge of you know, taking uh, a certain amount of water in per day, working out, etc., etc. So more, more to follow on that. I'll be announcing it at that event. But nonetheless, on the previous segment I was talking about, endocrine disruptors and the endocrine system for those of you who's joining us once again is a system of glands in the body that um create chemicals to communicate to other parts of the body to have an action upon those so they can do whatever function they're supposed to do right so the pancreas releases insulin insulin goes to the cells it opens the cells up for actual um sugar to come into the cell to be burned as energy in the mitochondria that's literally like the example of the most basic example of a endocrine gland producing a hormone, which is what insulin is, acting upon another tissue, a cell, to allow sugar uh, chemical to be brought in to be burned as energy, which is what its function is. So that's what the endocrine system does. But when you disrupt, obviously the word disrupt tells you this is not good, right? 
if you're disrupting something that's bad happening, that's a good thing, right? But if you're disrupting something like insulin allowing sugar into the cell to be burned as energy, then you have a problem that's called diabetes. Type 1 or type 2, whichever one, it still means that your body cannot access sugar because the key won't unlock the door to allow the sugar into the cell, right? So things that are actual endocrine disruptors, for example, some of them are. So basically, they're chemicals, chemicals such as pesticides. Uh, these are found on non-organic produce, right? Like, so if you go to go get some food, um, you know, at the supermarket and you buy some conventionally raised, uh, fruit or vegetable, they're more likely to not have been sprayed with pesticides. So the thing that people don't realize is that unless you wash them thoroughly and some of the pesticides would not come off, even if you wash them with water or even like the healthy soap, that's only for fruits and vegetables, right? Uh, those chemicals will seep into the fruit or the vegetable and they'll go into your body once you eat it. So that is clearly a problem, right? So that is something that can disrupt your actual chemicals, your endocrine system that are allowing your body to function and heal at 100%. Another example of endocrine disruptors includes flame retardants, right? These are found on, on fabrics and carpets. So for example, it's really, really important because uh, you have a house and you have a carpet or a couch and God forbid your kid drops something that's like lit on fire or they knock over the, the, the candle, that couch, it, before it was treated with any of these flame retardant chemicals, would probably go up and smoke in a hot second. But the flame retardants obviously have a very, very intentional purpose is to not allow it to catch on fire, which is great. This is all great and good. It can save your life, right? But the problem is that when you sit on that couch every day uh, and the fumes that are given off by that chemical are being breathed in by you and your family, now you're creating an endocrine disruption in you and your family's lives, right? So literally um, another one of those items that literally is found in your household right now that is disrupting your endocrine system and not allowing your metabolism to function 100%. And you still are asking why am I eating the salads? Why am I running seven miles a day? Why am I having a personal trainer? I don't ever eat sugar, but I'm still not able to lose the weight. The reason why is because you have maybe one of these components, if not a few, disrupting your body's ability to function properly uh, and optimally. So I have to take a quick break here, folks. You're listening to Living the Full Life on 1290, 95.7 WHIO, Dayton's News and Talk. It's an Ask the Expert weekend on Dayton and Springfield's 24-hour news, weather, and traffic station, 1290 and 95.7 WHIO, Dayton's News and Talk. It's our Ask the Expert weekend on the Miami Valley radio station with breaking news, weather, and traffic. 1290 and 95.7 WHIO, Dayton's News and Talk. Welcome back. I'm Dr. Juan Fernandez, and this is Living the Full Life, where we talk about your health and how to achieve it to the fullest. As always, I want to remind you you're created to be healthy, feel good, look great, and enjoy your life. Uh, also, remind you that you can find us on Facebook at Full Life Chiropractic. You can find us on the Internet. At AskDrJuan.com. You can also find us by calling our office at 937-552-7364. You can press option two if you want to talk to one of our team members. If not, you can leave a voicemail or you can simply text that number. Once again, 937-552-7364. So on the previous segment, I was talking about endocrine disruptors and uh, I was going through a couple of samples, examples of what they are. Uh, and you know, once again, these things do affect your metabolism and they do affect your, especially your hormones. And 
Once again, the endocrine system, for those of you who are just joining us, and why is this being talked about when I'm talking about metabolism, it's because the metabolism is regulated by a lot of different chemicals to include hormones along with, you know, um, along with the nerve impulses that are coming out of the nerves, out of the spine. So, uh, you know, the chemicals are pretty, pretty important, especially when it comes to the, the hormones that control, for example, sugar uh, burning when it comes to insulin, allowing sugar to enter the cell to be burned as energy. So all of that to say that endocrine disruptors, uh, endocrine disruptors are chemicals that affect the ability of that organ, that gland to create the actual um, chemical or it, it fluctuates the ability or the amount of that chemical that's being created clearly disrupting its function. So, you know, in the previous segment, I talked about pesticides that are found on non-organic pro produce and obviously sprayed on crops, uh, you know, flame retardants that are found in fabrics and carpets. And the, the one thing that, you know, that I didn't talk about in the last segment is PFAs. And this is the, um, the stuff that makes uh, stuff non-stick is the chemical that makes stuff non-stick like non-stick cookware papers etc and pfas uh what they are is uh pair or polyfluoroalkyl substances basically these are uh, a bunch of chemicals that were created to help things not become sticky or basically make things uh waterproof or stain resistant so things such as uh you know Food packaging, also uh, microwave popcorn bag, stain-resistant carpets, uh, furniture, waterproof clothing. You know, some of these uh, some of these chemicals are found in all those items that I talked about. So those things, especially if they're on on your skin at all times, uh, especially if you're wearing a piece of clothing or you're walking around barefoot on you know f you know stain-resistant carpet. These chemicals are found, uh, and obviously that can be disrupting your endocrine system. And BPA is another one of those chemicals that, you know, uh, BPA, I talk about BPA all the time. It's the easiest example. A lot of people know BPA-free is, you know, the thing to be uh, as we're looking for containers and plastic containers, et cetera. But BPA, it, it, it specifically disrupts estrogen. And this is where um, drinking or eating or cooking out of plastic containers or reheating food up in plastic containers, um, that affects the person when they consume it because this molecule mimics the same exact actual actions of estrogen. And that obviously disrupts your estrogen-making glands, such as in females' ovaries, right? So this is where that is all part of the metabolism. Your body's not creating, so metabolism is, you know, creating uh, or breaking things down. So you're creating molecules or you're breaking molecules down. So this is where if your ovaries are supposed to be creating a certain amount of estrogen and you consume an actual meal out of a plastic container and it has BPA, your body then recognizes that BPA as a molecule very similar to estrogen, so the body gets confused and says, oh, that must be estrogen. Let me go tell the ovaries to stop producing estrogen as much so we don't overload the body because we know too much estrogen can lead to problems such as breast cancer, ovarian cancer, uterine cancer, uh, etc. right? So the body's very intelligent and says, you know what, we're going to shut down the production of estrogen 
and then now the person has estrogen deficiency problems uh, associated with you know the the lesser amount of estrogen, and now they have this chemical in their body that's not only mimicking estrogen; it's also toxifying the rest of their bodies. So this is where endocrine disruptors in the form of chemicals obviously are a big, big deal and something that you should be looking into. And this is why, once again, I'm, I'm, I'm focusing on that right now and talking about that because it's very important that you understand that if you're trying to boost your metabolism, and once again, it's not about just losing weight and losing body fat and getting fit, which is all those things are important. That's great. It's about your body's being able to do what it's supposed to do to the best of their ability with efficiency and you know and at an optimal level so if your estrogen levels or testosterone levels or any of those things are off you're gonna have a problem creating the proper amount of those chemicals so this is why you have to be aware of these chemicals once again pesticides flame retardants pfas and bpa and also phthalates is spelled with a p h but phthalates as it's pronounced it's found in plastics, toys, packaging. Now, let's talk about toys, right? A lot of people, especially in the last, um, you know, and I know, I know I talked about this in a radio show probably a couple years ago, but we're noticing there's a lot of more hormone hormonal disruption in children. You know, some young ladies are hitting, you know, puberty sooner. Uh, some young men are delayed because they're exposed to so much estrogen-like chemicals that, they're not, you're not, they're not hitting that testosterone boost. So they have a lot of, um, you know, lack of development. So all those things are happening because you're disrupting the endocrine system as part of your metabolism. And now a young male that's supposed to be hitting, you know, that growth spurt, 13, 14, 15 hits puberty, uh, testicles start releasing testosterone. But if that young man is actually, um, you know, exposed to one of these chemicals that mimics estrogen, the body's going to obviously not allow the testosterone to take full effect in that, that, the young man's body. So, you know, the hair, you know, the, the hair development, like facial hair and, you know, all the male characteristics that happen are not going to happen effectively. And that's, you know, that's a big deal. So those characteristics are not going to take place. And then now, you have obviously an underdeveloped male or, you know, not not hitting the milestones that you're supposed to be hitting at 13, 14, 15. Uh, and now that's an issue. Right. And now you, you, you start going to the doctor and you're like, oh, there's uh, there's an issue. We need to get this young man testosterone boost or human growth hormone, et cetera. So all these things are metabolism issues. Right. So, you know. It is very, very important that you understand that these chemicals are affecting not only you but your family, and you need to obviously be aware uh, to be able to do something about it. So if you're eating and drinking and et cetera out of uh, plastic containers or any of those things that are mentioned, just you got to look up those words and find out what those what those actual chemicals are in and avoid those things. So, so that's enough about chemicals. Now let's talk about food, right? We all like food, and, you know, I was talking about, at the beginning, how I was going to talk about um, metabolism boosting foods and what they are and how, you know, you can eat these foods that are going to help you boost your metabolism, right? So I'm going to just go through a couple of items here, just to kind of give you some tips on why you should consume these foods and how they actually help your metabolism, right? Uh, because once again, 
uh, it's not just about boosting the metabolism to burn fat, but also for the body to just function more efficiently and function better. So it's pretty important that you know you you consume some of these foods on a regular basis because they're going to help you, um, you know, be able to function as effectively as possible, as optimally as possible, as long as possible. Right. So broccoli is number one. Uh, broccoli is obviously really, really good because it's packed with a ton of vitamins and minerals. Uh, but you know, the high water content and fiber helps you boost your body's ability to burn fat. Uh, and the reason why is because your body is now trying to burn. It's like, we all heard before, like, Hey, celery is kind of like, uh, it makes you lose weight because your body wastes more energy, consumes more energy trying to break it down than with the energy it actually provides. So it's a kind of like a negative, uh, you add the two things up and it, it equates to you wasting more energy, which is a great thing if you have extra energy stored in the form of fat, right? So broccoli is one of those things that because of the amount of fiber and water content, it actually allows your body to, to burn fat and allows your body to do extra work, therefore creating a caloric deficit and that allows you to lose weight. So broccoli is one of those foods that allows you to lose weight due to the water content, the fiber content. Salmon, salmon, uh, that's how you pr pronounce it correctly. In, in Spanish, it's salmon, right? So I always want to pronounce the L, salmon, right? But salmon um, is rich in omega-3 fatty acids and it's a great source of protein. But the reason why it's a it's an actual metabolism boosting food is because your body burns a ton of calories trying to digest protein compared to fat and carbohydrates. This is why not only our proteins are great because not only do they keep you fuller longer, therefore they minimize the cravings. Number two, the amount of actual energy you're burning to digest that food once again creates that negative deficit and allows the body to burn more energy than it's actually consuming, therefore allowing you to drop extra pounds if that's what you're trying to do. Number two, it also allows your body to just run more efficiently, right? Uh, berries is another one of those, um, you know, metabolism-boosting foods. Um, the reason why is they're loaded with antioxidants, and I know they're sweet. Like, people are like, well, strawberries, blueberries, blackberries, they're sweet. One of, one of the biggest things is that they are very low in calories overall and very high in fiber. So you eat a ton of berries, you're going to get a lot of fiber. So it's going to help your stool uh, be softer. You're going to have better bowel movements. But the more berries you eat, the more you go to the bathroom, right? Um, and also, it's it, the reason why it's a metabolism-boosting food, in the sense that it's, it's going to suppress your cravings for sweets, right? So if you're ever kind of like gone on like a, a diet, um, you are going to have cravings for that, all the sugary stuff that you used to eat. So your body's going to kind of like force you like, oh, eat that, eat that, right? So all you do is actually grab some frozen berries and eat those or you just eat berries, you know, not frozen and eat those as an actual um, snack. And because, um, because of the amount of fiber, once again, it's a negative deficit that is created by the amount of, you know, calories slash sugar that the actual berries have versus the amount of fiber and the amount of energy it takes the body to break it down and actually consume it. 
it equates to a negative deficit in caloric intake. And now, once again, you're burning calories rather than consuming calories, right? So that is the, the top few foods here. I have to do take a quick break right now. Um, you're listening to Living the Full Life on 1290, 95.7 WHIO, Days is a Talk. It's an Ask the Expert weekend on Dayton and Springfield's 24-hour news, weather, and traffic station, 1290 and 95.7 WHIO, Dayton's News and Talk. It's our Ask the Expert weekend on the Miami Valley radio station with breaking news, weather, and traffic. 1290 and 95.7 WHIO, Dayton's News and Talk. Welcome back. I'm Dr. Juan Fernandez, and this is Living the Full Life, where we talk about your health and how to achieve it to the fullest. As always, I want to remind you, you can find us on Facebook at Full Life Chiropractic. You can find us on the internet at AskDrJuan.com. You can also find us by calling our office at 937 552 7364. Uh, you can press option two if you want to leave a voicemail or talk to one of our uh, team members, or you can also text that number. Once again, that number is 937 552 7364. And you can text the words metabolism makeover if you want to come to our metabolism makeover taking place next Saturday, February 5th, 10 a.m. to 1 p.m. at Troy Church of the Nazarene. And at that event, we're going to be just diving into some of the data I've kind of touched upon. This show, even a couple of the other shows in previous weeks, but we're going to dive into way more in-depth stuff that I just don't even have enough time to talk about on the radio. Uh, but at that event, you're going to learn not only what foods actually allow your body to perform better when it comes to your metabolism, also what chemicals are affecting your body, along with a bunch of other tidbits of information when it comes to nutrition, supplementation, workout regimens that actually will help your metabolism and also the top diseases that are associated with metabolism disorder. So uh, if you are a person that's dealing with thyroid issues, high blood pressure, you've dealt with cancer before, you're dealing with diabetes, you're dealing with any hormone issues, PCOS, um, infertility, uh, inflammation all over your body, arthritis, all those things are related to your metabolism because if your metabolism uh, were to be corrected, it, once again, metabolism is creating and breaking down. So creating molecules and breaking down molecules and the ability to absorb you know, chemicals in the form of food and creating more of yourself. So that is all part of the metabolism. So if you have any of those issues, more likely than not, your metabolism is actually in jeopardy. Uh, and that's what we're going to be talking about once again next week, Saturday, February 5th, 10 a.m. to 1 p.m. Troy Church of the Nazarene is a free event. You can come by yourself. You can bring up to 10, 15, 20 people with you. Just make sure we know so we can accommodate you and your people so you can obviously start transforming your lives from the inside out naturally without drugs and surgery. So if that is you, once again, you can text that number 937-552-7364, Metabolism Makeover, and get your ticket. So the last couple of foods I want to talk about that allow your body to boost its metabolism are the following. So we talked about berries last. Um, uh, I want to move on to ginger. Ginger um, literally helps actually control serotonin concentrations, which are linked to appetite control. So serotonin, once again, that like happy-go-lucky neurotransmitter that makes you feel satisfied, happy, etc. This is what people that like are dealing with depression um, don't have enough of, right? And 80% of it is created in your gut, by the way. So if you have depression and you have gut issues, not a surprise to me at all. 
Uh, if you have like constipation, diarrhea, any sort of gut issues, like heartburn all the time, something like your food just doesn't digest well and you have depression or even like the precursor to depression, which is anxiety, um, that's a really good indication that your serotonin levels are off the charts in the sense that they're too low, uh, not allowing you to feel that satisfaction, happiness, etc. So green, I mean, not, not the green tea, ginger, green tea's next, ginger, uh, it helps with serotonin concentrations. And when your serotonin levels are level where they should be, you actually feel satisfaction and satiety along with other hormones. That's not the only one, but, uh, you know, neurotransmitters. So, but think about it. Like when you're depressed, what do you do? You get what hungry and you eat a whole tub of ice cream, right? We've seen it in the movies. They make fun of it, right? Like, Oh, I just broke up with my boyfriend. I'm a high school girl. I'm really upset. I'm 16 years old. I'm going to eat the whole tub of ice cream and I'm going to cry to a romantic comedy movie, right? Like it's very typical, very cliche, right? The reason why is because the serotonin levels are decreasing and that then allows the person to become hungry and the appetite control aspect of serotonin is not being exercised. And obviously that leads to your body, uh, you know, consuming more calories. So if you want to boost your metabolism, you consume ginger that allows you to feel satisfied sooner because it's driving up your serotonin levels and therefore you eat less food once again, controlling your appetite, allowing your metabolism to be boosted in that aspect. Last one, green tea. Green tea is number one, a phenomenal source of very, very powerful antioxidants, but green tea also um, improves insulin sensitivity uh, and also glucose tolerance. So if you have diabetes or, you know, glucose sugar problems, you should probably be consuming green tea without honey, obviously, because if you're diabetic, you shouldn't be putting honey in your tea. But nonetheless, that's just I needed to say that out loud. But um, you you need to consume green tea because it's going to help you sensitize those cells. Once again, those cells have a key lock system. So the key goes in, which is insulin, into the keyhole, which is the receptor on the outside of the cell. It opens the door to allow sugar in to be burned as energy. If you have a sense insensitivity to the key, the key will never open the door, right? So if you drink green tea, it's going to allow the key to go in easier and be able to open it. No different. Let's just random example. It's really cold out, right? Um, cold this past week also. Um, let's think about a frozen keyhole for your like car, car key uh, on the door. So you spray that little stuff to like get it to melt. It's essentially the same thing that green tea does to allow that key to fit in the keyhole and open the doors to allow sugar to go in the cell and be burned as energy. So this is why green tea is a phenomenal, phenomenal uh, metabolism boosting food that you should be consuming. Folks, I am out of time. Uh, enough about metabolism, enough about endocrine disruptors, folks. I appreciate you listening. Uh, if you want more information, once again, come to the event. Uh, I'll be talking about metabolism for the next couple of weeks. But nonetheless, thanks for listening. You're listening to Living the Full Life on 1290, 95.7 WHIO, Dayton's News and Talk. It's an Ask the Expert weekend on Dayton and Springfield's 24-hour news, weather, and traffic station, 1290 and 95.7 WHIO, Dayton's News and Talk.